Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. This is Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm back better than ever. And I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me, no matter where you are, for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to finish the series that we've been talking about, Spending Quality Time with the Lord. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and take some notes. I've got a few more things to tell you, and I believe you will be blessed by this particular show. Listen, we've been talking about over the last month, Happy New Year to you. I'm praying that the new year has started off right for you. And we've discussed that spending quality time with the Lord is essential. And doing so, we will begin to see blessings and certain things happen for us because we're making a concerted effort to spend time with the Lord. And you may say, Pastor, yeah, I know to do this, but knowing one thing, but actually doing it is a whole nother story. So we just don't want you knowing what to do. We want you to do it because if you've entered into this new year, God has given you another year to make some things happen. So this divine purpose on your life, we don't want to squander not one day, not one minute, not one second We want to make sure that we are making every breath count and spending time with the Lord, I believe, is a secret key to success in our lives. Now, I want to talk about today the problem of diligence as it relates to spending time with the Lord, our quiet time with the Lord. And we've defined that by reading our Bible and prayer And really listening to God in this quiet time with the Lord, listening to him to hear what it is he's going to tell us to do, what it is he's going to tell us to say, and certain things that he will uh, have us move and flow in. So we want to get in a flow with the Holy Spirit so that we can be at the right place at the right time with the right people and really making some things count right? We want to make some things count in our life. I'm all about getting results. I don't know about you. If I'm going to do something, I'm not doing it just to do it. I want to see some progress. And so I can guarantee you that if you will take the time to spend quality time with the Lord, don't worry about the quantity. It's It's not all about spending hours with the Lord, because the reality is some of us just can't do that. You got a family, you got a job, but don't let the family, and the job stop you from spending time with with the Lord. Just make sure that you are intentional about doing it. And so we understand that there's going to be some problems with diligence because we're just not going to always fill up to it. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired, groggy, you just need to pick me up. You just don't want to do certain things. And so we've got to learn how to push and being diligent, allowing the Holy Spirit to pull the slack out of our line so that we can tighten up. And disciples have got to tighten up. And being disciplined is doing what you don't want to do 
so that you can do what you want to do in life. Ask any uh, boxer, ask any basketball player, ask uh, any athlete. They have to be disciplined. They've got to be diligent over systematically over and over again, doing the right things, eating the right foods, because this can be very boring at some point. But I want you to press through because something is happening even in the monotony of you spending time with the Lord. God is building you up. And many times he's testing you to see if you just going to stay with it. And he's testing your motive, your motivation. And so these things have to be right. And so as it relates to this problem of diligence, your greatest issue will be your struggle, again, to stay consistent. Who wants to stay consistent? But that's why people can't lose weight. That's why people uh, can't achieve certain things. This is why the business for many people has not opened up. This is why certain things have not stopped and certain things have not started because we don't understand this thing about being consistent. I've often said consistency leads to persistence and persistence leads to consistence. And so we have to be consistent and persistent, persistent consistent, back and forth, back and forth. One slaps hands with the other. And so we've got to be consistent because I find that Satan fights nothing harder than my quiet time with the Lord. I'm telling you, if I'm going to a ball game, the enemy not going to fight me on that. If I'm going to hang out at the mall, the enemy is not going to fight me on that. If I'm just going to do something that I want to do, just kick back and chill, the enemy is not going to fight me on that. But the moment I make a concerted effort to spend time with God, then the enemy begins to fight. You know why he fights you? Because he knows that's where your power is. We don't pay attention to this. If you really want to know where your power is, make a decision to spend time with God and watch how many things happen. Watch how many just things will crop up and pop up just demonic attacks, just all kind of things will happen the moment you decide to spend time with the Lord. And this is not by accident. Trust me, the enemy knows the power that you and I can get when we spend time with God because he knows things are about to change and he don't want things to change for you. He wants to keep playing the same reel the same song, the same frustration, the same anger, the same resentment over and over and over again in your life. But you have got to rise up and say, no, I'm not going to continue to do the same dumb things I've done before. Doing that over and over again with no kind of results. I'm telling you, you're going to quit, but I don't want you to quit because what we're going to do is be intentional again, but we're going to do it a different way and we're going to stay with it and we're going to push through it. See, this is how you get to the next level. You know, many people don't tell you how to get to the next level, but getting to the next level is all about pushing through barriers, pushing through our own laziness, pushing through our own mindset. Because can I tell you something? I really wish the Lord would pick me up and just plant my feet on higher ground but it don't work that way. I've got to labor to get there. I've got to push to get there. I've got to tell myself, no, we getting up, we gonna pray, 
we're going to spend time with God because the Lord wants to say something to me today. And if I don't spend time with God, I've missed a divine opportunity. And we don't have time to continue to miss divine opportunities. So I want to give you four things that you can do to help you in your problem with diligence. Because trust me, as you begin to go on this journey, you're going to uh, face these uh, particular things. And so I want to give you something that you can tuck away in your heart. So when you feel like you're hitting a wall or, or you're getting stuck or, or you feel like this not worth it or you want to throw in the towel, I want to give you some armor and some bullets in your gun, should I say, to help you push through. Number one, make a covenant or a vow to God. Let's just get serious about this. Let's make a covenant with God. Lord, I'm going to spend some time with you. Be real about this, right? Don't say something you're not going to do. Just say, Lord, I'm going to make a covenant with you. I'm going to make a vow to you that I'm going to spend some time with you. Don't even talk about how long you're going to do it. Just because what happens is we start putting all these other addendums and then we just talk ourselves right out of the game. Let's not do that. But I want you to do what I want you to do is to make a covenant with God. I want you to vow and say, Lord, I'm going to spend some time with you. Number two, this is how you do it. Schedule it on your daily calendar. And you may say, what? Yes. Because if you don't schedule some things for God, it's not going to happen. This stuff don't happen by osmosis. You know, like you schedule time to pick up your kids. You, you know, maybe the wife is here and you're there and you guys are making a calendar. And so you don't forget and leave your, your, your child on the uh, school steps or you forget to pick them up at the daycare. You write it down. Things that are important to you. Hear me clearly now. You've got to write it down. You can, you know, now you just can't take mental notes. You got to write some things down and look at it. Because what it does is it reinforces what you say you want. If you don't have anything written down about your life, you're not serious about living. I'm going to say that to you again. If you don't have some things written down in your life, you are not serious about living. Listen, God was so serious. He wrote down things in the word of God so that we can read, so that we can look at. You know why? Because he was serious about what he was saying. So he had those to write it down in the book called the word of God so that we can pull out what his thoughts are, so we can know what he's thinking, so we can understand his promises and see what it is he wants for our life and what he has already done for us. So I want you to schedule it on your calendar that you're going to spend time with the Lord. Number three, be prepared for Satan's excuses. Now, you don't have to do that. That's what he'll say. You don't have to spend no time with God. You got on your calendar, I'm going to spend Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or I'm going to spend Monday through Saturday or Monday, Monday through Sunday uh, from uh, 7.15 to 7.30. And the enemy says, oh, you don't have to do that. It's not important. You know, God don't hear your prayers. 
God ain't in all of that. It don't take all of that. Just stay in the bed. You know, you don't have no, don't listen to whatever excuses he will try to plant in your heart. Because again, he knows that if you spend some time with God, some things in your life going to change. They will. So be prepared for that. Be prepared for all kind of other little thoughts. Because remember, all of our thoughts don't originate from God. I'm going to say that to you again. All of our thoughts don't originate from the Lord. So the enemy will use people to say certain things to you to plant thoughts in your mind and get you to think about it. So you got to be careful about our environment even in this time. If you're thinking about doing things like this didn't come from me, all you got to do is find out who you were around, who you were listening to, what did you watch on TV. And so once we get serious about these things, we can close these doors on the enemy's face and say, I'm not listening to you or others you're sending to try to hinder me from spending time with the Lord. And number four, leave your Bible open at night to the passage for the next day. Why? Because an empty Bible gets ignored. And you may think it don't take all of this, but what I'm trying to get you to do again is be intentional. Open up your Bible at night before you go to bed and say, this is what I'm going to read in the morning. So now when I go to spend time with the Lord, I already know what I want to read. I'm prepared. See, God many times can't use us because we just not prepared. And when you are not prepared, the best you can do is offer excuses. But when you are prepared, you can say, this is where my heart is. This is what I'm going to read today. This is what I'm going to do today. I like to be prepared in life. I really don't like things catching me off guard. So I try to do the best that I can to prepare in certain things in my life. Now, I realize that there's just going to be some things that's just going to happen, and I got to learn how to roll with it. But barring that, I like to be prepared. What I'm going to eat, what I'm going to put on, my schedule, whatever it is I'm doing, I want to be prepared. You know why? Because I'm serious about being effective. I'm serious about being used of God. I'm serious about these things. So when you become serious about these things, you will make sure before you go to bed, you know what? I'm going to read the Psalms, Psalms 5, Psalms 25, Psalms 35. I'm going to read the whole particular book or whatever the case may be. John chapter 8, whatever it is, open up your Bible and stick with it. Now, what if I miss a day? What if I miss the mark? What if I don't dot every I and cross every T? Listen, that is just going to happen because life is going to throw you a curveball. But this is one thing I want you to realize. Don't get on a guilt trip like most people do. They get on a guilt trip. They feel guilty. They think God is mad at them. And then they quit. God is not mad at you. Now, right there, what I said to you is a revelation for a lot of people because you'll be surprised at how they view God. They think when they make a mistake and miss the mark, they think when they, you know, they say they're going to do something and something happens and they don't do it. God is just this angry person. We don't see, we got to start seeing God as father, not as God. See, as long as you're seeing him as God, then that's somebody you don't know. 
But when you see him as father, it denotes a relationship. It denotes a closeness. It denotes that I talk to him and he talks to me and he knows my heart. So there's going to be some times where you just make an intention to do something and it just don't happen. So don't be guilty about certain things that could come up in your life. Don't be legalistic. Don't be religious. Every time you make laws and become legalistic, you know, it hinders you from really going forward. We got, we make so many laws. We become so legalistic and we tie ourselves up in knots. This is not about legalism. This is not about being religious. We're talking about a relationship. We're talking about getting close to God. We're talking about knowing his heart. So remove all the laws, re remove all the this, that, and the other, because God already knows. He, he removed the law for you. We are living under grace, and grace allows us to enter into a loving relationship with God the right way without all of these do's and don'ts. That's stuff that you've learned. That's stuff that somebody's planted in your head. And now when it comes time for you to get close to God, you can't because you got all these laws you set up. Let's break these laws and let's enter into a relationship with God and let him help you to live by biblical principles. Allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you and tell you what you should do how you should do it, what grieves the heart of God, what makes the heart of God happy. And once you know these things, you will understand how to flow with God. But let's not be realistically uh, realistic. And finally, don't give up. You're going to have every opportunity to quit. You're going to have every opportunity to give up. But I'm telling you, don't give up. Please don't quit. And if you fall off the horse, get on it. Watch this. If you fall off the horse and the horse starts running away from you, catch up and jump on it. Because don't let anything stop you from getting close to God. God already knows that things are going to happen. But I'm telling you this because sometimes we feel like within the will of God, you know, we set our heart to do this. We set our heart to do that. And we wonder why certain things are happening. And we say, God, I thought you was going to make this easy for me. But I'm, got, I'm trying to tell you, God is trying to build soldiers, man. And soldiers got to be strong. Soldiers got to have the right mindset. Soldiers got to be hard down with their boots laced up and say, hey, man, I'm about to be about it as it relates to me connecting with God. This is why we fail. This is why we can't go the extra mile. This is why we cry and we need to wipe our eye and put a smile on our face and say, I'm not going to quit. I am going for it. Go for it. Shoot. Shoot the ball. You can't hold the ball and wonder why you didn't win. Shoot the ball. Make or miss. At least I had the guts enough, a guts enough to try. So try this. Do it. Stay with it. A try says that I'm giving it all I have. And the Holy Spirit then comes along and he empowers you because he sees your effort. See, we got to start giving some effort. And you know in your life when you stop giving effort. But I'm telling you, don't quit. Now watch this. It takes three weeks for you to become familiar 
with a new task. Then it takes another three weeks before it becomes a comfortable habit. So we've got about six weeks. And sometimes in that six-week period, we just quit. But know that this is a process. I'm going to say it again. This is a process. So slow down, right? Because you're going to get there. It's going to be worth it. You may get up and pray. You may be so tired. Wipe the sleep out of your eyes and keep pressing. You may get in prayer and you feel like God is not saying anything to me. Why am I even spending time with God? Why am I even doing this? I'm telling you, keep pressing because God is getting ready to light you up. You don't know on that fourth day, on that 12th day, on that 31st day, that will be the day that things change for you so you cannot give up. Look at what Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 says. And this is my uh, final scripture or last scripture that I want to leave with you. The Living Bible says like this, Let us not get tired of doing what is right. For after a while, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't get discouraged and give up. I'm going to read this to you again. Let us not get tired of doing what is right. Listen, when you're doing what's right, don't get tired. See, people get frustrated because they're doing what's right, somebody else not doing what's right, and they seem to be getting blessed. The operative word is they seem to be getting blessed, but everything that you see is not real. And so I don't want you to get frustrated when you're doing right, when you're living right, and you're looking at other people and you think they're skating along. Nobody ever skates along. You can't sin successfully. So I want you to stay focused. It says, after a while, we will reap if we faint not. We will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't get discouraged and give up. Don't get discouraged. Discouragement is big in the body of Christ. It's big in the world. People get discouraged. They get down on themselves. And I'm telling you, don't get down on yourself. God is going to provide an anointing to break the yoke of discouragement because you're lacking courage. You're lacking intestinal fortitude. And these things you can't buy at the store, man. These things you've got to get from God. But the Holy Spirit is going to give it to you even now while I'm talking to you. He's going to download some courage inside of you where you want to do it, where you want to win, where you want to get to the top of the mountain. And I want to declare and decree that you will. And my final salvo, I want to pray for you. My final closing, I want to pray for you, intently pray for you, because I believe that God is up to something good in your life. Now, Father, I lift up my brother, my sister, person that is listening to this show as they're possibly driving or sitting on the couch, or maybe they are even at work and they're saying to themselves, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can hang in there. Father, I pray for them and I lift them up to you. You will meet them at their point of desire and then you will magnify it and push them forward. Father, I thank you that you want to spend time with us. But Father, sometimes we make a lot of excuses and a lot of things, but I pray today we're shutting the door on every excuse. I thank you, Father. You're going to give us a strong hand that's going to push us and even correct us based upon our vow to you because we want to get to know you. And when we do, you said if we would seek you, there's a reward there. 
Hallelujah. So we seek you. Hallelujah. We seek your face. Glory to God. And you're going to talk to us and speak to us and tell us what our gift, our talent, our passion, our love, why certain things are not turning over in our lives. Let us see this as something we love to do and not something we got to do. And I pray the more we spend time with you, we're just going to see the power of God flow in our lives. And I know that this daily fellowship with you is going to be worth it for these that are listening now. And Lord, I just thank you. And I just continue to just pray for these. Hallelujah. As you uh, maybe drop them in my heart of those that I know that listen to this show. Glory to God. I'll just say a prayer for them and push them and help them because we want to see one another win. We want to see one another get to the mountain. We want to see one another cross over the finish line. And so we thank you, God, and we trust you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank God. Listen, I pray that you were blessed by this series. Listen to it over and over again. If you were blessed, I want you to send me an email. Shout your boy out at info at thomasadeloach.com. I do read these emails and I will respond back to you. So let me know that these series and these shows have been a blessing to you. Do it right now. Do it today. I have a website, thomasadeloach.com. We're going to be starting to send out monthly uh, newsletters. So I want you to make a concerted effort if you have not done so, or if this is your first time listening to the show, go to thomasadeloach.com. I have a subscriber box there on the homepage. Put your email in there, and I'm going to send you a free PDF and you will now be on my list to receive anything that I send out to you. So do it today. And lastly, I'm looking for financial partners. If you are being uh, blessed by this show and by To Empower You, and you're led to partner with me to continue to produce these shows on that same website, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the screen. There's a donation tab there. Click it. No dollar amount is too big. No dollar amount is too small. And whatever you give, it helps me to produce these shows and do other things that I believe will be a blessing to your life. Listen, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made. I want you to rejoice and be glad in it, but go do something to make someone's life better. And by all means, I want you to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be, be empowered. empowered.